Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mindful BS. Now, of course, we mentioned before, it's a switch up. Um, Bianca. Yeah, I was just about to say, this is our midweek catch-up that we were telling you guys that we were going to bring you about our show. So here we are, midweek, ready to catch up about our show. Um, So for those of you that may have missed Sunday's episode, the show that we are referring to is Our Kind of People. It airs Tuesdays on Fox. You can catch it, the, the replay on Hulu. Um, I want to say it's Tuesdays at 9 p.m. every week. Um. And feel free to check out that episode for like, you know, our general impression of the show and like what the premises of the show is. But as we shared before, we are to episode three now. Again, spoiler alert, we are going to talk about the details of the show. So if you have not watched it yet, stop right here, go and watch it and then come back and listen to this recap episode. Um, So yeah, I mean, we can get right into it, honestly. Now I will say, of the three episodes we've gotten thus far, this one had its moments, but you know, it was just kind of like, I do think they hit us with so much stuff. The first two, this one was kind of almost like tying the threads a little bit more, you know what I mean? So nothing too crazy happened. Well, that's not true. We'll get to that in a second, but it was more like a tying the threads episode for me. Um, The episode description, I'll just give you guys that. The episode description of the show is Angela wants to make Nikki the face of Eve's crown and Piggy is confronted by her past. So I don't know. Is there anything particular that you want to discuss a little bit more? Well, I told you we ended the last episode. We talked about how we felt like the aunt, which is Piggy, and the father, Teddy Franklin, has some kind of history, unfinished business. That was definitely confirmed in this episode. We definitely see that they have some kind of history together. We actually find out that Auntie is kind of a murderer. We didn't really give no background, but obviously she killed somebody and buried them on Papa Pope's land somewhere, and he knows, and she knows, and obviously that's a thing he also asked her to make Angela go away she also let us know Angela is stubborn Angela's not going away also on this episode we confirmed that both the sisters equally know that they are sisters um Leah comes to the shop she tells her she's aware of her paternity claims Angela's like don't even worry about how I know just know that we are indeed blood sisters baby and Leah not even phased because her dad basically confirmed it anyway. So I feel like that was, this set the tone for, okay, we sisters, we know it's up. There's definitely going to be some kind of, at this point, either we're going to be at war or we going to work together. That's what I feel like. Okay. And I just want to have, I want to have one comment about the where you're leaving off with the scene, which is when Angela comes, I'm sorry, Leah comes to the shop and they're having that discussion. Obviously, Angela was pushing like we're sisters 
you know why she cut her hand like that like that was that was giving me like okay you might not be all the way there in the head because when she cuts her hand and said that you could take this to check for yourself I was definitely getting you know I actually got that Angela was a little crazy when she like low-key keyed her card too as well so yeah so I wanted to point that out because to an extent I do feel like sometimes Angela pushes the limit in her desire to break into this community get her business up and going you know what I mean and um basically make her space within this family like trust me I get it but y'all she dead serious took a knife and slit her palm and rubbed it on a piece of blood money I mean on a check that Leah tried to pay her off with and was like take it take it take it Run around us, and then later on in the scene, she actually Leah clearly didn't take the test because why am I gonna walk around with your blood? Like that's nasty. Yeah. Like that's actually diseases, you know, bacteria. But Angela then keeps the check because we see it take it. She takes it to uh Papa Teddy's office in a different scene, and then burns it cognac on his desk. I'm like, this is a little bit over the top. It is. It really much so. But to be honest, I feel like their family is a little bit over the top. So in retrospect, she's only blending in and showing that she is just as much as a Franklin as they are, as we saw at the event. So Leah's mom um, has this event that she does for Juneteenth every year. I like how they threw that in there. And, um, you know, it's a rose, it's a rose event. So Leah's mom is mentally, I don't, we don't know exactly what's wrong with her, but it's given like Alzheimer's, maybe dementia, some memory lapses. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that scene, Leah was trying to comfort her mom and her mom was literally saying, you're not my daughter. She actually was Angela, her yeah, she was thinking that Angela was her daughter so that obviously infuriated Leah which causes Leah to let the whole event know that that's actually that's bastard child that you that was having an affair with which lets everybody know that you know Angela is indeed her sister so now they're at this public event and we told you how images everything in this society um and the family kind of like takes a what are we about to do oh shit moment because this moment has gone viral there's an incident with the grandmother it's just all bad leah um angela actually jumps in with the master plan letting people know that like if the tea is not hot people not gonna sip it so if we do a united front you know we look good that actually works. They like that idea. But not only does Angela use that opportunity to save the situation, she actually uses that to infiltrate the business side of the family because there was a program that she was trying to get into and Leah was not going to let her in that program. Like That was a no-go. But she used this opportunity not only to let people know that she's a Franklin, let people know that she's in the family and also leverage a business opportunity as well yeah um and I don't know do you think in that moment do you think in that moment she overstepped or do you think that that was the best move that she could have made to in an attempt to secure financing for her business like we said 
Angela, she has this this hair line, hair care company is called Eve's Crown. She try, she's tried to actually enter into this program to give funding, honestly. But because of the tension between her and Angela, I mean, her and Leah, who runs the organization, it was a no. She tried to go to their father, Teddy, and ask like, hey, I need you to basically, you know, pull the Trump car and get me in. And he respectfully said, that's Leah's department. I'm I'm not going to step over her. Do you feel like she went too far? Because I'll get into it later, but I think she did. I think she did. Yeah, but to her point and we know what this show is basically given like I'm out to get what's mine or I'm out to get what I deserve I feel like she definitely took an opportunity and ran with it like that was literally the only time that was the only way she was gonna get in that program because as we could see from that first pitch that she did with Leah Leah was not letting that happen it was not gonna ride and like you just said she tried plan A and it didn't work. She tried plan B and it didn't work. So I just feel like she like by any means necessary, plan C, boom, my man. But that brings me back to what I said on Sunday's episode when it comes to Angela is in so many ways, she tries to, when she talks to Teddy or when she talks to Leah or talks of them, it's about how they weren't right, that was wrong, you know, like they weren't moving with integrity. But I do feel like, although someone say she's justified, a lot of the actions that she is taking is like, to me, that was, you know what I mean? Like that's messed up. Like that was like, yeah. we did not just say that, but you totally just manipulated an entire situation. I do think to your point is showing that she is more like them than maybe she even thought. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if she's ever going to take a moment to sit back and realize like she lied at the little brunch luncheon thingy about what her mom, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If she didn't show up to this place, lying, manipulating and all of that, I wonder if she realized that her desire to get justice for her mom or whatever it is is actually turning her into not I don't want to say a a bad person but you know what I mean again finessing without integrity okay but we also see that there's a lot of finessing going on on the show because as we mentioned before it looks like Angela and I cannot remember Lance Cross character name for nothing right now, but they were definitely having a little thing in which we find out he's actually working for Papa Pope on the Intel side. But although I do still think that he has some kind of feelings for Angela, he's definitely infiltrating her for the family. So there's all kind of lies and deception going on. And what are your thoughts on that? Now, Lance plays, his character is um, Tyreek in the show. Um, and we didn't really talk about him last week, but the the way he's even friends with the family is his father worked security for Teddy Franklin, which is Leah and Angela's father. Mm-hmm. I think his, I can't recall 100%, did his, did his father actually like die? His father him? actually took a bullet protecting the, their family, yes. So his family took a bullet and because of like, he only speaks so highly of the family of Teddy Franklin because I don't know if it was like one of those things like this man, you know, took a bullet protecting us. So I'm gonna make sure his son or whatever is okay. But that's how he kind of got in with the family. I do think there's going to be an involvement on that storyline with his father like for all we know that might be who um piggy pow, pow, 
Right. You know, yeah. You know, we're making we predictions. And that's a that's good point. The part that I thought was so interesting because we've talked about this before when we talked about asking people what they do for a living because we feel like it, you know, that's how they determine your worth or determine how much respect to give you. Uh, Teddy Franklin made a statement when he was talking to Lance. Uh, I mean, he was talking to Tyreek, Lance's character. And he said, like, you know, Lance was like, all right, she won't be able to trace, she won't be able to trace these, you know, cameras back to you, like, you're good. And Teddy basically said, like, this was my biggest mistake, sleeping with the help. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Lance was like, well, my father was, was the help. help. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, when people say the help, it's kind of a derogatory thing. So mm-hmm. do you think that moment and you can see how Tyreek responded when he heard Teddy say the help. Because I think prior to that, he always felt like family and not just like, you know, a worker. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that may change the way um, he moves in that relationship with Teddy? Do you think that may lead to him eventually telling Angela, like, a hey, I got your entire house, but like your entire house is bugged for real now. Possibly because it did feel like you could tell in that moment, like he th- thought to himself, like, damn, I've been saying nothing but great things about these people. And then here is Teddy, like, I knew I should have never failed for the help. And he got a whole child. And then he probably like, and here I am bugging, you know, the house of the child from, and that's just a lot to take in. So I do feel like that may change his viewpoint um, on the situation. I hope so. Cause it looked like he just striving so hard to prove that he's, you know, something outside of being the help as well. But I feel like that was very triggering for him. I agree. No, obviously we've been very, very focused on Angela and Leah, which are the mothers and the parents in the situation. But now that their sisterhood and, you know, this affair is all public knowledge, it's only right that it would also affect their children. Now, at the Rose event that Bianca mentioned, um, where they basically let everyone know what was going on, that was actually... So Nikki, which is Angela's daughter, she already kind of knew, but that was Lauren, who is Leah's daughter. First time, I think, actually hearing out loud, like, hey, this lady is actually my sister, and this girl that you've been having this beef with is actually exactly. my cousin. Yeah. cousin now. Um, and you can see in that moment, Leah tried to run off. It looked like her brother, like, stopped her, and there was a later scene where Leah's, like, venting, like, I just, I, the fact that I have to continue to accept, I can't remember exactly what you said, maybe you recall, but clearly she was. She was just basically feeling like I'm always supposed to be under all this intense pressure, but look at what the fuck is really going on. And this is also still a lot for me because as well, we spoilers now, she's also struggling with her sexuality. So she's like on top of me trying to figure out who I am and accept me and get y'all to accept me. Now you're talking about this lady here and she my aunt and I got this cousin. And personally, like I got where Lauren was coming from, but just her character on the show doesn't like you want to be like oh lauren but just the way she is it's just like uh okay lauren here you go what are you whining about but essentially like if you step back from her it is pretty much a lot to digest uh, if you think about it from coming from her perspective 
And I do want to add, because last week we kind of didn't tell you guys because we wanted to give you guys a chance to watch, but we mentioned that Lauren, Nikki, they were at a party on a boat and someone fell off the boat. It turns out that that was actually Lauren's boo thing. That was her girl. Now, what we didn't mention is that in episode two, it literally ended with Lauren getting arrested mm-hmm. because the girlfriend awoke from her consciousness, coma. yeah, her coma, and basically said that Lauren pushed her. Right. In episode three, the girlfriend admits to Nikki that Lauren actually didn't push her did not push her and she was like I was really really drunk so like I don't remember everything but basically saying but I remember that Lauren didn't push me so even that dynamic there I'm still I still guess I don't you just said I was just very upset with her but we don't really know we still don't know exactly why she was so upset yeah um so I just want to throw that out there too because like I said like Lauren is she's that like character that you low-key kind of like you hate I don't I don't even want to say you love to hate because I don't really like hating her but she's so easy to like be annoyed with it it's like with everything it's very hard to find sympathy for her even in situations where you probably should have sympathy for her but I think that's actually really interesting because so many times in life, people who have wronged us or outside looking in, they're just not the best people. Like we said with Lauren, she always got an attitude. She's always fussing. She kind of turns her nose up at certain things and she goes through things. And even as viewers of the show, it's like, well, I really don't have that much sympathy because you're not a good person. Do you feel like that happens in real life too? And do you think that's right? I think that happens in real life all the time. And I don't necessarily think that's right to a certain extent because I don't want anybody to be suffering or experiencing things that, you know, are going to put them in harm. But at the same time, it is almost like you reap what you sow, you get what you put out. So if you're always putting out negative energy or if you're not supportive or if you're always looking down on things, then it's very hard for me to feel some kind of way when things don't work out for your favor. That's fair. That's fair. Now, on the flip side, um, this announcement did not affect Nikki the same way because, again, she already knew kind of what was going on. However, it did make Nikki reflect on her own familiar situation. Um, So she was happy to see that now her mom kind of found a little bit closure in knowing who her father was and realizing that she's a part of this family. Um, But you guys may not piece it together, but Nikki's father is not in her life. Right. Um, so it kind of had her in the space where she's like wondering, like, I'm just hoping one day he'll see me, like one day he'll kind of come back to me. And the episode ends with Angela pulling up to a jail or a prison talking about, I think it's time, baby. And I, I'm, afraid, I'm like, did you not tell her that her dad was in prison this whole time? And she's clearly said, not. Oh clearly not and her daughter is like i mean she's smoking so yeah 17 she had to, she yeah. said they're 17 so she's basically an adult so not to get into it too deep but even from that like that stance like i don't know i kind of feel like it's kind of messed up now obviously i don't know the situation why she didn't mention the father before and 
hope maybe I'm hoping as the story evolves, we find the why behind her never telling her like, hey, actually, I know exactly where your father is. And right. I go visit him. But I just I don't know. I personally like that's kind of like messed up unless maybe it was the request of the father to be you know because sometimes it'd be like I don't want her to see me like this yeah I don't want her to know what I've done but like do you think that's kind of messed up do you think I think we need to find out exactly what the situation was I mean because I feel like Angela coming from she obviously when she sit out the rain and watch Teddy walk away from her and not look back that definitely impacted her so I'm sure that there has to be some kind of reason why she would ultimately kind of do the same thing for her daughter, like protect her from whatever she felt like she was going to feel from that situation. Um, so I don't want to answer until like we actually get like the backstory behind that. But I did think that that was interesting that she having this conversation with her daughter and her daughter talking about hoping her dad find her one day and she does know exactly where he at and can exactly pull up to him. No, I agree with you. I definitely want to get more information. However, I do feel like this is ultimately going to create more tension and turmoil in the in the relationship that Angela has with Nikki. Because I yeah. feel like Nikki's going to be like, all of these years, and like I literally just shared with you that I've been posting on social media or doing certain things, hoping that one day my dad might come across my page or, you know what I mean? See me and reach out and you knew exactly where he was this entire time. Um, and I just kind of get based off of what we've seen in these three episodes that their relationship is not, it's just not the best. Like, Yeah, when she had said it was so funny because when she was talking about how she just missed her grandmother and her, her her grandmother was her best friend, when she told her mother, like, you trying, but it's just not the same. I was like, damn, that would have really hurt my feelings if, like, obviously I want my daughter to be close with my mother and have a great relationship as her grandmother. But for her to prefer my grandma, prefer my mother over me, that would definitely have an impact on me. I would feel some kind of way that, like, she don't feel like she could talk to me or she don't feel like I'm her best friend more than my mom. So what was I doing or where was I lacking? But she didn't feel like we developed that kind of relationship. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm definitely curious to see what happens, um, just what happens there. Because, like I said, I'm sure there's a why, to your point, but I feel like the way it's going to come out I personally honestly think Angela is going to be a character that although it started off where we all just was kind of like yes like black woman business owner she's just trying to figure out what happened trying to find you know family I think as things develop for me personally she's going to be a character where I'm just like why are you always doing so much like <laughs> now you know what I mean like you're literally becoming your father which you've said he's a horrible person or he yeah. is you know what I mean yeah whatever um now I do know that there was another scene with Nikki that happened in the show where she actually basically snapped on someone which is kind of important because we shared before Nikki was like expelled or basically kicked out of her last school before coming to this new city so already in episode three we're seeing repetition we're seeing a pattern with a nikki where it comes to either drugs alcohol or violence and it sucked because this incident was unfortunately caught on camera yeah 
The other one was too, because it seems sure. like the fight that she got expelled for uh, was on social media. And then when she found herself in a heated moment with her new situation, next thing she looked around, his phone's all everywhere. I feel like in both of Nikki's situations, she was triggered by something racial or like colorism. Like I remember one of the situations at her old school was they had said her grandma was like burnt like a skillet or something. And then this was some racial insensitivity that Lauren and her friends were joking about. That was another trigger for Nikki. Um, I feel like I don't know why those things are really triggering for her, but I just know like as a dark-skinned girl growing up, there was just a lot of comments made about like my skin and like making me feel not beautiful or unpretty or like it was a stigma or something. And I do know that that can come, come from a hurt place that really is angering. But what Nikki was saying is now she's on camera twice. It's just making her look like She's the angry black woman for standing up for what she believes in, which often happens to us. But I feel like when you don't really experience those situations, you don't really realize how triggering there can actually be. Like you have to be somebody who's have that experience to know that like that really can hurt my like that really does something for me. So although it's unfortunate because like she got expelled and you like, oh, you should learn your lesson. Some of those things are just like real triggering for real. Yeah. And it's I think it's especially triggering when we live in a society where someone of a different race or gender, ethnicity, whatever so like an economic class or whatever can do the exact same thing but they don't get that stereotype put on them and that's definitely common for black women in particular um so I'm also hoping this incident doesn't impact you know what I mean doesn't linger too long and you know it just smooths over because that at a new school along with what we can is probably about to come with her father situation I just unfortunately I feel like it's probably going to be very very tough for Nikki and in one scene she came back home and her mom was like have you been smoking and she's like it's not that big of a deal so we, so we already know that she's been drinking smoking she's having social issues with her peers and now there's probably going to be a parenting situation so that's another storyline that I'm actually really, really curious to see where they're going to take it. Okay. Um, so I feel like we kind of touched on the main highlights of this episode as well as our, as our thoughts on the topics. Uh, definitely feel free to email us, slide in our DMs, leave a comment on your thoughts about episode three. Are you still with the show? Are you kind of falling off? Um, or if there's anything that we didn't discuss that you're curious about what we thought, let us know. And we may, you know, answer that at the beginning of the next recap episode. Okay. Right, anything else you'd like to add? Nope. I feel like that pretty much sums it up. All right. Well, on that note, we guys hope we hope you guys enjoyed this recap episode. Remember, our kind of people airing every Tuesday at nine o'clock on Fox, and you can catch the replay on Hulu. Um, if you're watching it, make sure you tag us in your post. Let us know what you think, and um, we look forward to talking to you guys soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.